to Life After Baby Loss, a podcast brought to you by Grace in Action. I'm Siobhan, Grace's mum, and together with David, Grace's dad, we'll be exploring life after loss. Hello and welcome to Life After Baby Loss with me, David Monteith, and my wife Siobhan. Hello. Hello. Um, welcome to the second day of our Baby Loss Awareness Week mini pod fest. And today we're talking about... Siblings. Siblings. What the hell do you do? How on earth do you explain to your nearly three-year-old that their baby sister is dead? So Alana, our eldest, was coming up to three when um, Grace died. And I think the first thing is that... Don't tell them they're sleeping. Well, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Don't, just don't. Someone said it and I'm like, no, they're not sleeping. They're dead. They do look like a bit, maybe, like they're sleeping. No, I mean, to be fair, Grace did have... Do you know, one of the things that freaked us out was watching our other children sleeping at night and getting the same expression as Grace. But the last thing you want is a child going to bed at night with... With that association in their head, oh, they're sleeping. So why are they not? So why are we putting them in a box and putting them in the ground? You don't want them. Going. Anyway, we sorry, I put us on a tangent there quite yeah, yeah, quite yeah. quickly, but um, well yeah, well done, good job. Um, so yeah, <laughs> Alana was coming up to three, and I think the first thing comes to mind is she's three. She's mm. not stupid. Mm. She knows there's a baby meant to be coming home, mm. and there isn't. Um, how do you deal with that? Uh, how do you do? <laughs> We're full of answers, aren't we? Uh, I, I, well, I don't know. I mean, we can tell you how we dealt with it. Um, yeah. Well, we we were very honest with Alana right from right from the very beginning. Um, yeah. I mean, she knew something was up because we ha- we went into hospital to give birth to Grace, whereas we had been planning a home birth and we had the pool and everything ready and I mean literally everything ready um so I've got pictures of, of me and her in the pool messing around the day before I have think. you I think so oh yeah 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 of course we'd only just finished getting the room ready really the day before hadn't we mm. um yeah I mean she knew so I mean so she knew she came up to the hospital to see Grace and she didn't really like that uh, she found it a little bit overwhelming, but I think that might have been because of the other people who were there as well. It was just all a bit too much. Yeah. Maybe if we'd had a bit of time with her, just us and her. And that, that journey to understanding is a huge one because she could understand that her sister, her sister is there, but she's not there and she's not coming home and we're all sad. And it's like, it's a lot to process. I think what's interesting is shortly after that, you know, well into her third year, she started talking about death a lot. And we mm. thought, you know, it's because of what's happened. But lots of people who are already parents to older children said it was around the age children start exploring the concept of death anyway. Yeah, around around the age of four, it kind of became a, a thing that a lot of her and her friends were, were, you know, kind of playing. They were playing dead and playing, fixing people. And Which was hard. But that I was think, really hard. I, I think what happened to her just kind of accelerated the process or it gave the process more resonance. Mm. Yeah, she almost grieved again, didn't she, mm. when she was around four? I mean, her grief journey was 
Incredible. Yeah, it was beautiful and horrifying at the same time. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, we included her in everything. Um, and, you know, she was there with us the whole way through. We involved her in, like, going down to look at the burial ground where, where Grace where her mortal remains are buried um, to go to get the coffin. She was with us. Um, she came to the funeral. She was fully involved in that. And um, yeah, I mean, we just talked as openly and honestly about it with her in the most kind of age appropriate way that we could muster. Um we were lucky that we were really well supported by lots of amazing friends and family who were also there for her as well. Um, I mean, things like, you know, like when you're planning a sibling, like we'd bought her a present from Grace so that when Grace was born, like she could have a present. So it was like two Batman t-shirts, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. It was two right. yeah. yeah. So like we gave them her to her anyway. She helped us choose which cuddly she helped us choose um which cuddly we were gonna keep and which cuddly went with Grace in her coffin. Um mm. things like that. I mean the ultimate um uh, thing about her being involved is that when you were pregnant with Kira in this room we are recording, giving birth, that she got in the pool with you and <laughs> stroked your back every time you had the contraction. She was utterly yeah. involved. In, in every way in the family. Um, yeah, she was. It was really I, hard, hard at times. Personally, my personal opinion is I don't think, uh, I think you've got to handle it so openly because children care about their siblings. And I think as they get older and that awareness expands to increase more and more of what it means to have had a, a, a younger sibling die, um, I... I think you see the consequences if that if you haven't been open with them. Mm. I mean, we don't know because that isn't the path we took anyway. But I, I do feel like, as hard as it may seem at the time, I do think that is. Um... No, I tell you what, I spoke uh, somewhere, and it was an adult who spoke before me, mm. and she spoke from the point of view as a sibling whose parents hid loads of stuff from her and how much that's followed her through her life. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, just gosh. remembered that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, some of the other things about, about siblings is, um, like, don't be afraid to hide your grief. Like, you know, they can, t they can handle a lot. They can handle a lot more than you might think. And, you know, it's okay. like Alana just said to me a few times, like, oh, mommy, you know, are you okay? And I was like, I, I, I am okay, sweetheart. I'm just having a sad moment because I'm thinking about Grace or, you know, or I'm, I'm really sad. I wish she'd lived or, you know, sometimes those conversations then ended up sort of being things like you know I wonder what she would look like now or what toys would she like or actually it's been really nice to have those conversations with Alana I think for both of us mm. um yeah we don't hide our grief from no her. and I think that's it that's allowed her to grieve yeah and we want that to be seen as normal to I don't know uh, 
to live in your emotions. Yeah, absolutely. All of them. Mm. Um, what, one of the things it ha- that has been quite difficult about that, though, is then dealing with the unexpected questions from her. Like one day, I think she um, surprised me in the kitchen and I went <gasps> like that, you know, and I went, oh, my goodness, me, give me a heart attack. And she went, I only went quiet for a second. And then she went, is that how Grace died, mommy? And I'm kind of like, oh. <gasps> Like completely flawed because I'm in the middle of making dinner. You know, I'm kind of, I actually wasn't thinking about Grace at that moment. And then I'm like, oh gosh, how do I actually explain what happened to her in a way that Alana's going to understand? Um, do, you, do you know, just think about it. It's just interesting because the, to her, people getting pregnant and having babies or maybe not having babies is kind of a normal conversation. Yeah. It's not, you know, um, I was just having a, a meeting just before we recorded and we were talking about how we get funny about talking about baby death in front of new parents or people who are just pregnant. And yet I'm hoping that Alana will just grow up going, well, you know what? Um, babies die and, um, I'm not going to ignore that. You know, she doesn't ignore that. These are part of her life now. She knows it happens. She won't be scared by those conversations in the future. No conversations that need to be had. No, um, she won't. What is interesting is comparing Alana to her siblings, her living siblings who came after Grace. Yeah, the subsequent children. Yeah. Yeah. Because while, do you know how I see it? So Alana, you know, it, she was there alongside it. And regardless of what she remembers or doesn't, that grief and the palpability of that feeling is really close to her and yeah part of her experience absolutely i feel like kira who is now five she's she is proud to have had a sister called grace and she knows to have to have a sister called grace and she knows it's sad but she doesn't actually feel that sad she doesn't feel it in the same way that alana does yeah yeah absolutely it, it is different isn't it and then we have a two-year-old Alyssa, who She's aware she has a sister called Grace and mm. she can show you her pictures mm. and she will name Grace among her sisters. Mm-hmm. But you can see on her face, she can't quite compute. No, not yet. What it means. No. So it's, it's, no. <laughs> that's an interesting journey right there. It is, it is. And also because Kira, we had Kira very quickly after Grace died and I think that's that's had an impact on Kira as well. But that's another podcast. Mm. Um, but yeah, it is. it is really difficult. But but they know, they know about her. They, she is a part of our family. We talk about her. We have pictures of her in the house. We celebrate her birthday and her anniversary, which are almost the same day. Um, yeah. I call myself a mother of four. I don't call myself a mother of four. No. I got nothing on that one. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Looking for some quip. Um, couple of ways you can help siblings. We said we were going to finish each one with a little. Yeah. Um, we prep people. Yeah. So every time they start a new year at school, we'd say to the teachers, just just so you know, just so you know, we've got a dead child (laughs) and our children know about it and they might talk about it openly. So yeah. Like when you do a like, let's look at our families, you know, whatever they do in reception, Uh, by the way, our child might talk about their dead, dead sibling. If they drew a family tree, (laughs) Um, you know, and you don't, you don't want the teachers to be, to be uh, wrong footed by that in the classroom. But you don't want them to, you don't want them to ignore it either no exactly so so by you 
bringing it up and acknowledging it and mentioning it gives them permission to deal with it straightforwardly when your child mentions it. Mm. Um, definitely that, that's really, really, really helped. Um, you can't always, you, you can't always be prepared though. I remember when Alana, we were getting Alana some new shoes and we were in the shop and the shop assistant said, Oh, do you know, do you have any brothers or sisters? And, um, Alana said, yeah, I had, I had a sister Grace, but she died. And you can kind of just see the shop assistant's face absolutely like fall to the floor. Like, uh, I should have no idea what to say. I'll be, I'll, honest, just... I'll, be, I'll be honest. I find it quite funny now. And the moment <sighs> I probably shouldn't, but the moment like one of the girls mentioned their dead sister in front of people who aren't ready for it, I feel like I've got two people in my brain who are placing bets on what expression <laughs> is going to come over the face. <laughs> and it's like, the problem is I kind of see that one of these people going, yeah, I win. And it just makes me want to laugh. And it's, it's totally bad, the wrong it? time. Totally. <laughs> Mm. I, I rescued that one quite well. I was kind of like, yeah, Grace died, and and now you're you're you've got another sister on the way. I think I might have been pregnant with Kira at the time, um, you know, and kind of moved the conversation on that way. But um, it, it's it's tricky. So you know, be prepared for, for those unexpected moments as well. And you know, like I can just imagine the temptation to kind of like tell the child, like you know, or sh you know, you kind of, you shouldn't talk about it like that, or but actually they should yeah. really and you need to be prepared that they are they're going to do that um yeah definitely uh what was the other bit of advice yeah, i think we were going to say that you know we've said how we deal with it or how we've tried to deal with it but at the end of the day you kind of have to do what feels right for you absolutely you have to do what you feel you can do absolutely and also you you know your child as well you know like what your child will or won't be able to mm. to handle and um and you know what if you make a decision that turns out it wasn't maybe quite the best one don't put guilt on yourself because absolutely that not. is part of parenting yes 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 don't, with don't, your live children don't, your dead children yeah don't pile grief don't pile guilt on top of your grief i mean no don't do that and 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 also like I, I can imagine that um well i know in fact from conversations i've had with other parents you know they feel like oh i should have brought the sibling to the funeral like they didn't bring the sibling to the baby's funeral or whatever or oh i should have done that or now they're older they're asking questions or they're upset that i didn't and like, oh God, I can't imagine how tough that must be. But I also think, you know what, in those circumstances, you did what you thought was best at the mm. time in really, really, really difficult circumstances where you, I mean, how can you even make any decisions when, you, when you're going through a trauma like that? Like, I don't know. I don't know how we made those decisions, but um, definitely don't, don't pile guilt on the grief afterwards. You you do what you can at that moment, um, yeah, and and that's that's what you got to do. That's all you can do. So, join us tomorrow where we'll be talking about what are we talking about tomorrow. Extended family. We'll be talking about extended family. Stillbirth affects extended family. Uh, once again, if you need to get in touch with us, it's info at graceinaction.org.uk. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Did I get everything? Probably. 
Yeah. Um, what the, the best thing you can do for us right now is subscribe to this podcast on your favourite platform. Yay! Um, and if you fancy it, you can rate or review. Um, so Five stars. Any... Is it five or three or what? Five. five <laughs> However many it is. Maximum well, stars. Till tomorrow, <laughs> peace, love and strength. <laughs>